Hey everyone, welcome back to Pan the Pit. I am Jenna Sanders, sitting down here with Ty Odom. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. You ready to talk about some sports? Oh yeah, let's go. Um, so you are also a four-year um, member of the school, so like yes. your senior. Sorry, I phrased <laughs> that really weird. Um, and so, you know, we've seen a lot of progression over the four years with sports. Um, mm-hmm. Softball has doing amazing this year. We have a ridiculous team that just kind of pushes their way through anything that comes their way. Um, so prior to last night's game against Whitewater, we'd only given up three runs total in region play. Mm-hmm. And we actually defeated McIntosh with the same score twice this season, 3-0. Um, and that first game against Whitewater was a very entertaining game to watch um, from our side. Maybe the Whitewater side was not as exciting to watch, losing 8-0. <laughs> Um, and it was actually ending in a mercy rule game. So that was a very different game. (laughs) Um, but we just kind of had to keep pushing ahead and we are number one seed right now. And we are keeping that title with last night, defeating Whitewater seven to three. So now we have six, six runs total and region play against us. But even then, six runs against us putting up eight in one game seven in another that's that's not very many (laughs) if you think about it because both of the games against whitewater we had more runs than total runs against us in region Mm -hmm. um paige andrews gave up two runs in the top of the first however the panthers answered with uh more runs in the bottom of the first and just didn't stop going and just kept going and going until the very end and, you know, our roster this year. I don't know if you have been to many softball games this season. I haven't been able to. our girls are just crazy. We have incredible seniors, and then we have incredible freshmen. We have freshman pitcher. We have a senior catcher. So we have Kate Ashmore. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Lily Backus. I mean, it's Those just... two together are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Paige Andrews on first, you know, and then we've got Lauren Flanders, we got Los Angelo, just a bunch of names that come to the top of your head as soon as you think softball. Leah Dubin. Like, there are so many girls on this team that are so incredible. Um, not only that, but our junior varsity team is crazy. They are a very veteran team. And we actually only have one eighth grade player this year, which is a little different from the past years. A lot of our freshmen that are playing varsity played eighth grade last year. But the girls that we have on there, they could make another varsity team. We did, We could have two varsity teams with the amount of talent that we have at this school in our softball. Um, we have junior starting on JV because the varsity team just has such amazing veteran players from the junior varsity team from last year. And coming up, I don't think we're going to be losing everything after we leave. Like, yeah, we're losing really fast players. We're losing our catcher. You know, we're losing very important people, but we also have a lot of players that can fill those spots just as well. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a lot of times whenever we graduate seniors, we see a year where we can't really do much. 
we struggle to push forward. And a lot of times that causes a lot of stress within the players. But I don't think mm-hmm. this team, softball, I think they're going to keep pushing forward. They definitely will be. <laughs> I can, yeah. With Lily's pitching, with Paige's, Paige playing first base, with Lauren Flanders and running. Like, she fast. <laughs> she is crazy fast. <laughs> you look away, she's, she's, she's gone. <laughs> the, um, the Macintosh game at Stars Mill, I, it was the first run of the game, and you looked away to watch the ball, and the ball was just overthrown, and Lauren kept running, and it happened twice. And Lauren was covered in red the fir- after the first time she was at bat. It really, I mean, hey, sometimes, like, I mean, when the opportunity comes, you just got to take it. And uh, what Lauren's been doing this whole time, she's just been taking, jumping at these opportunities to uh, steal bases and just hasn't hesitated. And if, and that's what uh, most coaches should be looking for in a good runner is someone who doesn't hesitate, who's willing to take the risk to go and steal those bases. And uh, Lauren Flanders has been doing that, like, perfectly. And she has from what I've been hearing and what I've seen is just like someone that is just like, like the other teams are just really like worried about now. And like, you see, like you see Lauren Flanders over there, you need to stop her. And, but too bad that the other teams haven't been able to do that yet. And it's looking like there won't be that many teams that will be able to do it. So that's something that's always really good to have is a good runner. She's just such a talented player as well because she can hit, she can throw. Mm -hmm. And then you add the fact that she is so incredibly fast. You watch her run, and it just feels like it is in impossible speed. It's incredible to watch. Mm -hmm. However, last season, we saw such incredible talent. We saw such incredible games. In the regular season, playoffs came. We lost in the first round. Yeah. So right now what we're looking for is just pushing themselves over that playoff hump Mm -hmm. because we've just got to get there. Um, Last year, uh, I believe it was against Ola, and it was at home. So Mm -hmm. we were the higher seed, right? We just lost. Yeah. It just felt like the girls weren't there in the sense that they had been the entire season. I don't think this team is going to let that happen this year. Definitely not. With that memory fresh on their minds, they're going to do everything within their power to make sure that doesn't happen again. And I'm confident. I don't want to jinx anything. Knock on wood. I'm confident that they're going to be able to push through that uh, first round. And they're going to at least make it to – they're going to at least make it to the semifinals this year. I can already feel it. So I'm just – I'm really happy that – we finally have a really good chance at having a very long season. And I just can't wait until the playoffs start so I could just see that really that competitive edge just really uh, ramp up and that intensity ramp up. So, yeah. When you're watching the girls on the field, you can tell that they work well together mm-hmm. and that they can communicate and they know what they're doing. Um, so just make sure you make some time come watch the softball games because it's just an incredible team to watch. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go on to football time? <sighs> okay. Um, yeah. So 
football, it looked like we were going to start off well, but we lost three in a row. Um, we got we got destroyed by Sandy Creek last Friday. And, um, well, I mean, it kind of is what it is, especially when you're losing such um, such talent as we did. Pretty much our entire starting our entire starting offense was in comprised of seniors last year. And since we graduated them out, we've had to rely on younger, less experienced players to fill in the ro- fill in the role. And with that inexperience comes um, some sloppy play sometimes. And it's just this year is really going to be a rebuilding year. Um, although, like I mean, our entire team is young. We have. Um, sophomores on our offensive line and so um, the only way that we're going to get better is through experience and is through learning through and from learning these games and so just because our we're just a raw team and the defense especially we're just going to have to learn from um, they're just going to have to learn that um, they're going to have to step it up a little bit and the only way that they're going to learn that is through it's through playing, and it's just things that um, you can't really uh, teach. They just have to learn that for themselves. And also, we've had a little bit of a uh, debacle this week with player of the week, which would normally be a football player. But because of that huge loss against Sandy Creek, where we lost by 34 points, um, coach decided not to uh, give uh, player of the week. So we had to go out and find someone else. And... This is the um, second, and that was the second consecutive game that we've had um, where they were using the running clock in the uh, in the third quarter. So, yeah, it's kind of um, it's definitely been rough for these uh, past couple weeks, and um, we're just kind of hoping and praying that we could get better there. So, but on the bright side, um, our juniors. Um, on offense are are pretty are playing pretty well. Um, Sims like always is playing well. In fact, he had um, he had some touchdowns um, against Sandy Creek, where as soon as he was uh, given some free space, he was gone. So that's always something to look up to. And then once and Hunter Lawson is always throwing good passes, but our receivers do need some work because they're just letting them slip right through their hands. And it's just that. I know that, like, especially in past years, like, our, we've been really focused on our running game. We've really been keeping the ball on the ground. But that really um, – and pardon me if this is a little a little too harsh, but, like, we have no excuse to drop wide-open passes like that. And so – and also, once again, pardon me, but teams have been um, – what I've been noticing and what has been brought up in a lot of conversations about Starsmith football is that teams are – they can read us now. They know what we're going to do every play coming out. And it's just that we need to uh, switch it up a little bit. Now that our offense is just – they understand that we're going to try and run the ball. So what they're going to do – what defenses do is blitz, 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 blitz. And with, and with that comes um, – like that just brings a whole bunch of difficulties – in the running game, um, you can't really bring up you in a blitz. It's really hard to bring the ball up the middle. Like, let's, it's not gonna happen. You're probably gonna lose yards for a blitz, and so that's why our opponents have been really just like hanging, handing it to us. 
in these games. So that's um, that's always something to look. Um, but there's always uh, stuff to look forward to. Um, this homecoming game, this uh, tomorrow actually, which um, will be against Jonesboro. Hopefully, we can get a win out of that. Um, since I don't think uh, Jonesboro is doing too well for themselves right now. I mean, they're okay. They're two and two. Um, we're at one and three. Yeah, we? we're at one and three. So hopefully, we can hope we can get a couple wins here in the next uh, few weeks with uh, Jonesboro tomorrow. And um, who do we have? We have. Uh, Let's see here. We have Griffin, then Griffin, Whitewater, and, Whitewater. and McIntosh. Yeah. Whitewater and McIntosh are going to be interesting games to watch. Well, yeah, especially since Whitewater is 0-4, mm-hmm. and McIntosh is, I mean, they're uh, 1-3 and just like us. So. No one seems, seems to, be to be doing good. amazing this year. Yeah, no. Which is a very interesting thing in football for our region because our We're region is usually – is strong dominating yeah so like i said i mean like all across the region this is a rebuilding year so but it's still going to be interesting to watch because although our teams might not be as good um when you when you put two bad teams against each other it still could be a really fun game to watch because it's like someone has to win so you know that's always something to look up to so and you can also see the growth mm-hmm. throughout the year. It's it's a yeah. little different than watching a very veteran team because, you know, when you watch the veteran team, the first game is pretty similar to the last game unless something happens and, like, it gets amazingly better or some occasionally worse. Mm-hmm. Watching a younger team develop is actually really interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's – all. Like, I mean, it always happens. Like, if you have a young team in the long term, there's going to be growth. Unless something like unless something major happens, you're gonna grow, and it's just really just um, being patient and playing the waiting game. And since we've been so successful these past few years, um, we're not we're not that used to playing the waiting game, so we're kind of impatient now. So um, even though sometimes a win now attitude can be the right way to go, for now we just need to uh, play it slow. We need to still support our team, obviously. So you should still come out to all the games. But you just really need to uh, be patient and encourage these young guys to uh, play their best. And um, you know what? By the way, we're starting. It looks like it, um, it can't get much worse. So we just have to hold out hope. And if we hold out hope, um, it will deliver. So we just have to be faithful. And so um, now let's talk about um, something else that's been going really, really well is um, volleyball. So why don't you just talk about them for a bit? Our volleyball team this year, we are just, gosh, that new coach, Flowers, he just knows exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. He can put those girls and tell them, this is what we need to do. That's what they do. Yes. And so we have gotten third in South Carolina, third in Raleigh tournament last weekend. That is so incredible for this team with a new coach, graduating seniors last year. It's just insanely different that this team, after a complete rebuild, is out here winning. Um, so, however, McIntosh, we did lose to 23-25 and then 20-25. to However, <laughs> last year, we did we, not even get that close yeah, no. to beating McIntosh. That game 
is a lot closer than I think we have gotten for Macintosh in the past two mm-hmm. or three years. And with those close games, like I mean, that just still tells you, like even though we might not be winning, that still tells that we're still up there. We're on the same level with these uh, good teams. So that means like on any given night, we could win. So like you just got to, um, with these games, you got to just be patient because, I mean, those wins will be coming as the team grows and the chemistry gets better. It's, I mean, it can only look up from from there. So, I mean, I'm sorry to interrupt you on that, but no. it's like, yeah, I mean, and I mean that's just something that happens across all sports. And then like, but like, you do have these really quick rebuilds that happen a lot. And so, I mean, we just got lucky this time around to have such uh, good players and such, and having enough experience to have a pretty quick and successful rebuild and. Like you said before, Flowers has ever since he's taken the reins, it's just been it's just been amazing to watch what he's been able to do with the uh, with the team, and they're just so re- receptive to um, his instruction, and that's just always great when um, you can have your uh, when you can get your team to respond to your coaching, and so since those since the volleyball team has been responding, it's just. I mean, it's the, I mean, the sky's the limit from here. And so, like, that's also something I'm really excited for. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we're bringing home a few trophy, trophies within the next few years. Oh, I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Coach Flowers and his amazing coaching, we actually had staff writer Nick Harden sit down and talk with him about the team's performance mm-hmm. overall and how he felt about heading into the key region match. First things first, how do you feel about McIntosh tonight? Um, well, it's always a big match, but um, one of the we talked about our share practice was, you know, it's 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 a big part of the season, but it's not the season. Um, so, you know, we have, uh, they're definitely doing really well, so they've been playing pretty well lately as well. And, um, you know, it, it definitely determines some seeding for the tournament, but, um, you know, the tournament at the end of the season is what um, gives the region title and seeding for state. So. Um, although it's important now, it's something we have to also keep in perspective of you know, the, the season as a whole. How do you feel about the girls' overall performance recently? Uh, we've been playing really well. Um, we've had some good tournaments, um, showings with um, South Carolina and then with an, uh, at the Rally High tournament up at uh, Lake Point this past weekend, um, playing against some really good competition and uh, beating the teams that we should and then um, playing really well against the um, you know, higher-ranked teams and even being a few of those. So um, our, I think uh, I just checked the rankings today. We're moved up from eight to uh, sixth in our um, five-day standings, and that's partly because of what we've been doing lately. Any key players that helped you get to that point? Um, really, I think you know a lot of people have contributed, obviously, with a, you know, a team concept, but... Um, our, our two freshmen are playing really well, um, Grace and um, Nicole. And um, coming back from injury um, at the beginning of the season, um, Piper's been doing really well as well, um, helping in the middle. And then um, defensively, Georgia, um, our libero has just played good, consistent volleyball all season. Um, so defensively, I feel like she's been a huge help to keeping us in a lot of games. What areas do you think the team as a whole could improve in? 
I think the biggest thing with volleyball is you, you have to um, survive the streaks, you know, when you know, momentum is so easily changed um, back and forth between teams and, um, you know, the mental focus from point to point because the scoring happens so quickly. Uh, so being able to just focus on um, each point as it comes up and um, keep the other team's streaks to two or three points and trying to push for four, five, and six point streaks for us, I think would be, you know, if we can focus on those areas and increase those things, and that will help us a lot. Last question, are there any specific players that McIntosh has that you're looking out for, maybe make some adjustments to cope with? Um, I wouldn't say specifically in the way of making adjustments for them. Just like with any team, we look and see where their strengths are and what we can, um, you know, how we can match up. But um, you know, the biggest thing for them is just as a team, they're strong everywhere. So you know, it's not well. Okay, we can you know attack the back row because their passing isn't as good, or you know, we don't have to worry about the middle because if they always hit outside. It's you know, they hit middle, they hit outside, they pass well. So um, all those things are. Um, you know, we don't really have a, we just have to play the very best that we can play and hope that uh, that's enough. All right, so another sport that we've been doing really well at is cheer. Mm -hmm. So how, let's talk about that a little bit today. All right, so yeah, cheer. Um, both the varsity and JV teams both got uh, second at their previous tournament. So, and one really big change this year was that we're not competing against McIntosh. They compete in the co-ed division now with, um, since they've been adding some guys to the team. So if we want to um, if we want to compete against McIntosh again, guys, go out and try, <laughs> go out and try for chair. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in going out there and being a cheerleader. And then we'd be allowed to compete against McIntosh again. Yes. There we go. And um, so our girls are actually going to be at Whitewater this mm -hmm. Saturday competing again. And that'll be very interesting to see how we do there. It really will. Um, because our cheer team has been really good. And actually, one of our Player of the Weeks was a cheerleader. Yes, she a, is freshman. a freshman. And it's really, it's, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I mean, like, I know, I mean, like, there's obviously some reasons, like, where you can say, like, oh, they picked her because she is a freshman. But still, I mean, hey, a freshman on varsity, I mean, as much as, I mean, as common as it might seem, it's actually not. So, especially on a team like cheer, where it's very, it's a very, very difficult sport, despite what some people say. So, to um, have a freshman on cheer, that all that just means a bright future, because there's obviously going to be younger girls, especially on the JV team in an eighth grade, who are going to be just like out of this world good, and it's just always going to be look um it's always looking up and so maybe this year in competition with um, McIntosh and Cole and we might not get snubbed so um that's just always like it's just always great to um to uh, see these uh younger teams doing so well lastly but definitely not least we mm -hmm. have cross country one of our sports that every year seems to get something back from state yeah so this past weekend they were actually off but this weekend they're going to be traveling once again. And something that is actually really cool is senior Nick Nyman was named Georgia Milesplit Runner of the Week last week. 
Nick Nyman has been one of the people we have been talking about for four years. Mm-hmm. Stellar runner, just so fast. He does stuff every year, cross-country, track. Uh-huh. We always hear his name every year. It's, he's just... It's just crazy. Like, I mean, I remember, especially, like, in middle school, like, I already knew, like, he was just, like, just his endurance is just crazy. Like, I knew every time we were run the mile... He'll be finished before everybody else, and I'm like, if this kid is running cross country or track, we're we're gonna be bringing home some big trophies. So, and he's then done that. yeah, he's definitely done that. And him, and also another one who has been almost he was been he he's been talked about a lot in his first two years, but he's been become kind of an unsung hero in the past two years is Harrison Fultz. Um, despite kind of being overshadowed by Nick Nyman these past couple of years, he's still been consistently. Uh, putting up good times and good numbers. So, well, there always seem to yeah. be one and two. It it usually is always Nick Nyman, Harrison Folds. It is just incredible mm-hmm. to watch the competition between those two because when oh, you're yeah. those top two runners, mm-hmm. there is so much between you guys where you are so far ahead of everyone else, right? So it's just you two, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible to see them go back and forth because occasionally there are times when. Fultz will be ahead of Nyman, and then there are times when Nyman's mm-hmm. definitely ahead of Fultz. It's just incredible to see it go back and forth. Oh, yeah. And, like, and also on another note, like, since they're both um, seniors and will be graduating, it's, I mean, obviously it's going to be cool to see what they'll be doing in college, but with our younger guys, it's always cool to see, like, who's going to be the next Nick Nyman, the next Harrison Fultz, and who is going to carry on that uh, legacy because we always do in cross country. We have a strong junior and sophomore class. So when with them, we always have these young guns that are like always gearing up, ready to go, ready to uh, mm-hmm. jump into that next spot, that next tier down from uh, Nick and Harrison. So um, whoever – and I feel like it's um, it's anyone's spot. It really it can be. So whoever's will, willing to uh, put in the work to get on that level will be taking that spot. And so that's just also just like a good like – word of encouragement to you uh, cross-country runners, you young guys out there. Just keep going for it because with those two spots available, you could be getting the same uh, publicity as Nick and Harrison, and you could be in our in our stories as the guy who um, everybody talks about. It's like, oh, oh, so-and-so got this award, and it's like, oh, yeah, of course he did. Like, exactly. So if, if, if you want to be – put forth the effort, for, you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like – when we sports like running and stuff, it's always like I mean that's like there's a really good sport where you can see like there's obviously no way like there can be favorites. So mm-hmm. it's like if you like the numbers really don't lie, <laughs> they don't. And if you can consistently put up good numbers, hey, you're gonna be doing you're gonna be doing some big things for Stars Mill, and it's always good because hey, I mean I don't know much to say like. I'm kind of at a loss for words because it's like we're always just going to be like so good. And it's just kind of sad to see, to not be able to be here to witness it. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. And there, I mean, I'm always going to be checking in. And it's just always just going to be like, I mean, Bart, like, I'm sorry if I'm talking to, about myself too much. It's just always like, I, I, it's so fun to watch. I mean, I've been stuttering through this thing a lot. And it's just because I'm just really amazed at, what these teams have been doing, especially like since, like I said, with football, them not doing so well, it always seems to be another team 
and another area that's been really picking it up. And it just so happens that we have three teams that are doing it. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of it being our last year, mm-hmm. this week is homecoming week. Yeah. It's been a crazy week so far. There has been so much going on here at school. Oh, yeah. Including my coach's corner with Coach Little dressed up as Mario. <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, Mr. Little always has something good planned for oh, character. Oh, he does. Day, he and does. it's so fun. But the homecoming game is always something that everyone wants to go to. Mm -hmm. It's one that, you know, homecoming court, you want to see all those people. You know, it's just fun to see everyone around. Oh, it really is. Um, So, you know, make sure you come out, support your Panthers tomorrow night. Please do. (laughs) They need it. They want you there. They want to hear you guys. You know, yelling for them. They want to hear you guys cheering them on because that's really what this is really all about. It's really for yeah, like when you think about it, these sports they're spo- like they're really here to bring us together as like a school. It's like if you go to a game, you can just really feel like you're just a part of just like everything. Like sometimes you really even feel like a part of the team. And like so, if you go out there and show your support, I mean, it might they may not it may not be good the first time, but eventually they will deliver. And so. And it's like, hey, if you keep, if you stop showing up, you're gonna miss something great. And especially me, like where I have FOMO about sports, so like I never want to miss something that happens. So, I mean, I'm always at I'm always at games that I can be at. Like if I can be there, I'm gonna go. So, and I encourage everyone else that they can go, go, because you don't want to miss this. You want you don't want to miss this action. And <laughs> it's kind of funny to say this, but. Speaking of action, our teams are really about that action because look at what they've been doing. And, I mean, I just want everyone in the school to at least witness one game of any sport. Because these teams are incredible. Mm-hmm. I do not doubt that these people are going to go on, make a name for themselves, maybe not even in sports, but just, like, in general, in life. And then maybe they're playing on – a church softball team. But mm-hmm. guess what? They're still out there being active. I have no doubt that all these people will continue to do the amazing things that they're doing now. Yeah. And like, so, like, and with those amazing things comes like, I mean, it just comes more like no, like more publicity, more notoriety. And, um, and that's always been a huge motivator for a lot of kids here. So like I said, like for these, uh, athletes out there who, um, Maybe thinking like, oh, what am I going to do after I graduate? Hey, do whatever you want to do. Just like do whatever you want to do and just be good at it. And like just like do your best. Um, keep Always keep a positive attitude about it. And always keep a pos- positive attitude about, about Stars Mill because as bad and as uh, dark some things might seem, I mean, there's always something there's always something good you can take out. Like I said, for even though like football has been kind of yucky, um, we we have Kalen, we have Hunter, two great players. Um, I mean, all the other sports. I mean, they've been great. So I mean, you just <laughs> hey, you just got to find the bright side to everything. Mm-hmm. Well, and thank you guys for listening. Yes, and we will be back with you hopefully next week. Find all these stories and even more on the prowlernews.org or follow us on social media at SMHS Prowler.